The more I pay attention to the stories I tell myself and others, the more I see patterns of the victim and villain storylines, the tendency to exaggerate my own innocence or overemphasize someone else's guilt. We recently had a challenging situation within our family. An acquaintance did something really cruel to one of our children. And all week, I've noticed myself villainizing this person, making him out to be a really horrible human being. I'm taking this one situation while not good at all and assigning all kinds of other horrible attributes to him through my villain story. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go back and listen to the three previous episodes in which I outlined the clever stories we tell ourselves. These disempowering stories that we tell in the midst of challenging situations hinder our ability to take positive action. Now that we've learned to recognize the clever stories we tell, we can move to the final master my stories skill. In the classic Crucial Conversations, which all of this great info comes from, they outline the clever stories and their impact. And the authors say, in setting us up to tell a useful story, the dialogue smart recognize that they're telling clever stories, stop, and then do what it takes to tell a useful story. A useful story, by definition, creates emotions that lead to healthy action, such as dialogue. And what transforms a clever story into a useful one? The rest of the story. That's because clever stories have one characteristic in common. They're incomplete. Clever stories omit crucial information about us, about others, and about our options. Only by including all of these essential details can clever stories be transformed into useful ones. What's the best way to fill in the missing details? Quite simply, it's done by turning victims into actors, villains into humans, and the helpless into the able. Here's how. Turn victims into actors. If you notice that you're talking about someone as an innocent victim and you weren't held up at gunpoint, ask yourself, am I pretending not to notice my role in this situation? This question jars you into facing up to the fact that maybe you did something to help cause the problem. Instead of being a victim, you were an actor. This doesn't necessarily mean you had malicious motives. Perhaps your contribution was merely a thoughtless omission. Nonetheless, you contributed in some way. Turn villains into humans. When you find yourself labeling or otherwise vilifying someone, stop and ask, why would a reasonable, rational, and decent person do what this person is doing? This particular question humanizes others. As we search for plausible answers, our emotions soften. Empathy replaces judgment, and depending upon how we've treated others, personal accountability replaces self-justification. And finally, turn the helpless into the able. When you catch yourself bemoaning your own helplessness, you can tell the complete story by returning to your original motive. To do so, stop and ask, what do I really want? For me, for others, for the relationship. Those last questions there are so helpful to pull you out of victim, villain, or helpless story. What do you really want? Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? When you refuse to be the victim or make yourself helpless, you're forced to hold yourself accountable for communicating and using dialogue. 
So until tomorrow, when you find yourself in victim, villain, or helpless mode, which happens, get back to the facts. Tell the rest of the story. Tell a useful story. And as always, be well, take care of yourself and each other.